Hi, booze. It's your girl, Charlie Penn. This is Yes Girl Podcast. I am solo and feeling away. No, I'm kidding. I'm really happy for Corey. She's out traveling for work and living her best life. Uh, So it's just me this week, but that's okay because we still have an amazing show planned for you. This week's guest, I feel, is like our best girlfriend in our head. Monica, the singer, songwriter, Grammy winning. Y'all know I read her receipts. Monica is here this week. I had a great one-on-one sit down with her. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but I hope you have. She has a hot new number one single out called Commitment. Commitment. Okay, so you already know Monica went there. And it's from, it's from her forthcoming album, which comes out this fall, called Chapter 38, based on her 38th year of life. I see you, sis. But seriously, Monica is bringing us a new album. I'm really excited. I'm so happy that I got a chance to talk to her about it. And we went in, just in case you're wondering, we talked about her motherhood, how she feels about her divorce, how she's handling it, why new music now, and honestly, why fans like me stand for her, because I stand for her. And I literally opened the interview by saying, sis, I stand for you. So Monica is giving all the tea. And honestly, you guys, she's such a fantastic old soul and I mean that in the best way like I was talking to her and I was just mesmerized by her grown womanness. you can really sense when a woman knows herself trusts herself and believes in herself no matter what she's going through high or low and Monica gives you those vibes she gives gem after gem after gem she's been doing this for over 30 years she is Grammy winning 24 million sold all kinds of billboards records. It's she's a goat. She's a whole goat in this R&B game. But it's a great chance with Corey not being here for me to really share the love that you all give all of us on the show here all the time. We get so much fan love, Twitter love, Instagram love, podcast love on uh, podcast reviews on Apple. We just get all the love and we haven't shared the love in a while. So I just want to take a moment just in case we missed any to kind of read some of our favorite comments in the past few months. Let's start with at she is keys obviously an alicia keys fan we see you sis from back in may she said what makes you feel like a grown-ass woman for me it's setting doctor's appointments when you ain't necessarily sick just to be on top of it with your health hashtag yes girl podcast love it also back in may when we had that alicia episode which honestly resonated with a lot of you a ton again grown-ass woman would i say it's a theme um anyway Ed, it's just Allie underscore says over here thinking about why I'm a grown ass woman. Thanks to hashtag guest girl podcast. And last in the theme of grown ass womanhood back in May at Bella metaphor said what a sweet thing to say about your partner quotes. He pushes me to dream. I've never met a person that can dream like him. Hashtag guest girl podcast. Loving this Alicia Keys interview. And we love that you guys loved it. And that's why I just had to give you the whole grown ass woman alert, grown ass woman alert at the beginning of this episode because that's what Monica is giving. Now let's take it on back to March. This is from at 252 Trinette. That's T R I N N E T T E C. All right. Hey, Trinette Boo, we see you. Trinette says, You can't be pro world and not be pro black. Winston Duke on loving and consistently and consciously writing for black women and dismantling sexism and the privilege that men have. Hashtag I love him. Hashtag yes girl podcast. Hashtag he for she. Yeah, Winston Duke gave a word, sis. That was a that was a real chance to get to know someone that we didn't know that well. And he really impressed us, boo. Okay. 
This one's just a little bit more recent. It's from Shamika and Gerald at Shamika, S-H-A-M-E-K-A underscore Gerald, G-E-R-A-L-D. Got it, sis. Got it. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast has all the tea and gathers my whole life with their interviews. I love them. We love you back, babe. Let's take it on back to February, the month of love. Ebony at Hey Ebby, which is Hey underscore E-B-I-E. She said, me catching up on listening to hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Rubies, emeralds, diamonds, all the gems. Tag me, Corey, and Yolanda, my sister girls. Boo, thank you for listening. Thank you for receiving the gems. We know we always receive them. And this, honestly, this show has become like a low-key gem factory. And I love that we can just keep cranking these gems out and helping these celebrities get them out to the world because we all have our notes out, honey. It's really been amazing to learn from this show and to learn making this show. And I'm happy you guys are learning too. All right, so that's it for a little bit throwback love from the last few months. We see you all keep commenting and sharing your love on hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. We would love to know what you thought about last week's episode with Auntie Loretta. Yeah, I said Auntie because I love her. I stand for her. Queen Mother Loretta Divine. okay? She's Auntie to me. I know she may not love that, but she's Auntie to me. She was fabulous. But we'd love to know what you guys thought of her interview and her sass and her class. And it was just a whole moment in time. And also let us know what you thought about our Cory Booker conversation. That's huge, especially in light of the debates that happened this week. So let us know. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Before we get to Monica, because Monica is the ultimate sister friend in our head, And now in real life for me, yes, I'm bragging. We have to talk about the friendship commandments because I feel like one of the things we can tell about Monica is that she's a great friend. If you watched uh, T.I. and Tiny Family Hustle, where she's on there with her booze, Tiny, our boo Latoya Luckett, and Toya Wright. So since we're talking about friendship and we obviously can tell that Monica's a great girlfriend, I just decided to, we decided to ask the internet what their top friendship commandments were. And I'm so happy that we did because y'all know I have rules and I take my friendships very, very, very seriously. My relationship with my girls is sacred to me. I make time for it. We make time for each other. It sustains us. It fills up our cup when it almost seems like nothing else can. And I just truly know that true friendships are sacred ground. And because of that, they need some commandments. So we asked the internet in a pure, just tell us what you think moment, what they feel are the most important traits and characteristics of a good friend. These were the top friendship commandments that we got. Keith, the irreverend at KGOOS2 says, consistency, honesty, and trustworthiness. Hello on the consistency, sir. Because I feel like what I love the most about my most constant and my best and oldest friends is that rain, shine, thunder, twister, tornado, doesn't matter. Bad day, good day, any day. If I need them, they're there for me and vice versa. And sometimes someone can be there for you when it works for them, which is great. But you kind of need them to be there for you when it doesn't. Next up, Tara Jefferson at Where Women Bloom. Hey, Tara, boo. She said, they need to be comfortable with intimacy, a strong communicator, and trustworthy. I want to be close to you and involved in your life. It's easier to do that when we agree on the value of intimacy, communication, and trust. I love this comment because you would think she's talking about a romantic relationship, but she's definitely talking about her girlfriends. Intimacy is just as important with our girlfriends, I think, as it is in a romantic relationship. If I can't really tell you how I feel, really tell you what I'm going through, and you can't do the same with me, how are we going to support each other when it matters? How are we going to be able to truly communicate if we can't be intimate and we don't trust? So I trust my girls, they trust me, and we always joke that we're each other's living, walking, talking diaries. You got to be there for your friends, y'all. All right, up next we have Marche Leanne. 
She says she needs accountability, transparency, and relatability. Hello on the accountability. If I say, sis, come through for me on Sunday, I need you. I need you to come through. And guess what? When you need me, I'll be coming through for you. And I think accountability gets harder when we have kids and husbands and crazy ass jobs. And I understand it. It really does. I find that I struggle with accountability more than ever, but it's always at the top of my mind. I need to do this. I need to be present. I need to be there when it counts. And I think as long as you communicate about when it counts and what counts, you need to make sure that you're there for your friends just the way you would be for your loved ones, your family, and all of the above. So I'm with you. Up next, Becca at Becca B-A-K says, protect your privacy. Essential. No gossiping. Facts. A good friend wouldn't gossip about you anyway, though. I feel like that's like commandment uno. First commandment, no gossip. If you can't say it to my faces and you can't say it with your chest, don't say it at all. Lastly, at call me Wilsar says, what's up, Wilsar? I always say I'm the sucky friend, but when I make friends, the following are important to me. Self-awareness, fairness, honesty, flexibility, ability to defend me, stand up for me when I'm not around. I kind of love that. Yes, ride for me. Defend my honor. And absolutely be self-aware. Like, I love the friend that knows they're going to be late, so they don't even lie to you and say they're five minutes away when they're really 50. They just say, sis, y'all, you know I'm late. I'll be, I'll see you in 50. Save me a plate. Order for me. The order for me, friends. I appreciate that. When you know you're going to be late and you have the kindness and respect to say, Charlie, just order my appy. I got you. But if you have me sitting there staring at the appies on that menu and drinking two drinks, waiting for you to come in 50 minutes when you said five, you are not self-aware, you are not accountable, and you are not being fair, and you are breaking all the friendship commandments. No, but seriously, this was so amazing to hear you guys give feedback. We appreciate it. Shout out to our producer, Ashley, who was totally making sure that we got the tea on these commandments. I'd love to hear more. What are your personal friendship commandments? What are, like, the rules hashtag yes girl podcast now seriously you've had enough of me alone monica's gonna join me up next let's get into this interview with our girl monica i am so excited to have you on the show today i'm a stan i stand for you i'm just gonna put it out there monica everyone you are our musical queen. It's been a journey. How's it look from the throne? <laughs> you know what? I don't even feel like I'm I'm near it yet. It's so odd because when you start at 12, it all feels like each step is just growth. Yes. And what direction you're headed in sometimes is unbeknownst to you. Right. You're just kind of figuring it out as you go. So I just make sure I try to keep it fun. I think I learned a while ago that if it's no longer enjoyable, mm -hmm. then they can feel it. Yes. They know. So the authenticity is important to me. Um, the sincerity in it is important to me. Being truthful in it, in the music is important to me. So those are the things that I was really into even at 12, 13, 12? 14. Yeah. I would hear the way they named my album Miss Thing is because I would hear songs that definitely ended up being hit records for other people. And I would say, nah, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even do that. I don't want to sing that. And so they, so the reigning joke was, here come Miss Thing. <laughs> she going to want to play it for us, see if she like it. And so the title of the album ended up being Miss Thing because everybody there kind of took to that. But 
I look back and I'm grateful for that because I never had to pretend or be pretentious in any way. It was just me doing me. And me coming yes. from where I'm from, that that was important for girls like myself to see. And that authenticity, I think, is just one of the many things we love about you. And we've Thank always you. loved about you. And it, it comes out in the music, the performances. And, you know, girl, we got to talk about your receipts. That's what we do on Yes, Girl. We are okay. talking about Grammy Award winning singer, okay. songwriter, okay, actress, philanthropist, entrepreneur, reality TV star, <laughs> Mom, good girlfriend, as we see on Family Hustle. Yeah, yeah, I try to be. When do you sleep? I haven't, actually, (laughs) speaking to me right now. I I haven't. You know, it's a lot to do, but I always say that some opportunities don't wait. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mm -hmm. you, you definitely, I don't believe in running yourself down. That's not what I'm saying, but... I was kind of joking with one of the girls that's on the staff with me and she's a lot younger than all of us. And every day she's repeating that she's tired. Mm -hmm. And so I gave her my feelings about constantly saying you're tired or constantly saying something's wrong when so much is going right. Well, I think what we speak kind of manifests itself. Yes. And so anything you give your attention to, it just seems heavier and heavier. Mm -hmm. So for me, yeah, I might feel a little bit tired, but when will I get the opportunity to talk to you again? When will I get a chance to tell you what's happening with me and what's going on? And who knows what we may share in that moment. So I tell her don't miss moments, you know, by proclaiming something that is really pretty much within your control. You know, absolutely. We get it done. We get rest when we get rest. And then, you know, we look back over our lives when you're able to do fun stuff like go away for a week and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Those are things you have to work and earn and and kind of prep and prepare for. Because I definitely was not born with a silver spoon, trust funds and none of that. You worked hard. So we work hard. Yeah. So, you know. It's just a little small tidbit that it kind of push you through your day because you never know what may happen as you're out pursuing your dreams. Absolutely. Because you know, this is still, yeah. That, still you're here. giving a good word right now. And these in the moments, I mean, you're speaking in moments, that attitude propelled you to so many. And I'm not done. Youngest female artist ever to have back-to-back. I think Blue Ivy just took over my other. Hits on Billboard. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I saw it. I was like, Wait. kill them, Blue. I, listen, I don't even know this baby, and I absolutely love her. Plus, if she gives such good straight face. Oh, my I, honey. I'm so here for it, but I read it just yesterday that she's like the youngest artist to have a billboard, number one, or something like that. And I was in the car just screaming. Like, as a mom, Ooh, so stuff proud. like that just, it resonates because when she looks back at it, it's going to mean something entirely different than what it does right now. But go ahead. But that doesn't take away from the fact that you were the first and the youngest, <laughs> okay? Two back-to-back hits on Billboard's R&B charts. From your 1995 debut album, Miss Thing, yeah. that we were talking about, yeah. your sophomore album, one of my faves, The Boy Is Mine, spent yes. 13 weeks at number one on the Billboard charts. 13 weeks. A blessing. Months. I was 16 years old. 16. Yeah. Okay, you couldn't drive, you couldn't drink. Well, and you were driving. living on the chart. Oh, you were I was waiting Atlanta? on that. I, <laughs> listen, I was driving and I had already put in a car request like this is what I want. And I don't want to be uh, asked to be reimbursing nobody. I want somebody to give it to me. And Dallas Austin bought it for me. Who for discovered my 16th you? birthday. Yeah, that's sweet. I didn't know that. That's so sweet. Yeah. There was no Instagram back then. So girl. You, you know, just, I'm pre-internet. You know, Look, I'm pre-internet. <laughs> so a lot of my information and history, I always say people, young people now act like if it's not posted, it didn't happen right so they're telling me well one day you'll go to uh met gal and i'm thinking 
No, I wouldn't. A couple mm-hmm. times. But what are you I couldn't about? share it on the gram with y'all. Well, we didn't think about that. We, we didn't thought have about it. working and yeah. doing a great job when we got there. So I'm just saying that, like, there are a lot of things that in the receipt world for me uh-huh. that aren't in the atmosphere. But they happen. But I know what I you remember. Mean. But you can give us a good TBT, <laughs> sis. Like, if you can find that photo of you with that car. I posted them a few times okay. because Whitney's in some of them. And I never said um, where I was at, like, a couple things. You know, because for me, it really was never about that. I started in a gospel choir right. and took my first solo at uh, two, three years old. And that was making it to me. You get a solo in a family that can sing, sing like my family. That's everything. You did it. You, you know, won. so who knew, you know, but some things are already aligned for your good. Oprah says your gifts choose you. Yeah. And yours chose you at the age of two. Yeah. You probably still had on like some training pants. Yes. And you were out here singing. Yes. And I believe God uh, creates you yeah. in his image in the way that he would have you be. A lot of us fight it because it was a few other things I thought I would do. But this was what he chose for me. And it seems to make you really happy. Singing. It does. Especially performing live. That's your happy place on the stage? It's just different. When you're in four walls and you're in the booth, that's not the same thing. Got it. You know, because as much as I'm inspired and I love it, nobody's responding back. When Why I Love You So Much comes on, an angel of mine comes on, or Before You Walk Out of My Life, or Just One of Them Days, whatever comes on for you, I will. You can get a response that feeds your soul mm-hmm. from the audience. So that is my absolute favorite. Always has been. And speaking of those songs, they just, I mean, my soul was smiling, right? Because you were singing our lives, whatever stage, especially with relationships. Yes. And you're still doing that with commitment. You know what I mean? Because now that's our new number one banger from you. Thank you for your forthcoming album coming out this fall, which we're so excited for. But you have this way of really tapping into what we would basically, I like to say, be writing in our journals, right? Or what's in our hearts. Well, because it's coming from my heart. I, I don't dilute whatever I feel I find constructive ways to place it there and it's funny because people automatically because I'm so forthcoming with how I feel they automatically think that whatever I'm singing at the time is a reflection of what's happening and that's not always true right that's not the case at all because commitment is that's always been who I am Mm -hmm. like I enjoy being with one person I I don't like a whole bunch of people in up in the space even Mm -hmm. though I'm super friendly and for a while a big misconception about me being very cordial and very friendly and hospitable and speaking highly of people is that well she got too many friends see my friends are very few Mm -hmm. but growing up in the south and having a mom that was married to a Methodist minister and us going around and me watching them counsel people be there for them we used to visit the sick and shut in not like the big churches now baby where you got to get on a list like we if Miss Mary was sick you go over there we got up and we saw Miss Mary and then Miss Mary when she felt better might cook dinner for Papa and we went over and so that upbringing is really a lot of what you see okay but um for me my circles are small so commitment is very much Indicative of how I feel all the time. Mm -hmm. I love being with one person. I love getting to know the depths of who a person is and enjoy spending time. Like, I don't think I would make a good dater. You don't think so? No. no. Like, at all? Well, I've never done it to know for real, for real. For real? No. I meet somebody. Mm Mm-mm. That ain't it. Moves on. And if it's it, you just all in? Uh Uh-huh. I'm not mad at that. A woman knows what she wants. I can't say there's good, bad, (laughs) or indifferent, but I remember one time I was literally sitting at the table and I was like, this was years ago, probably, what, almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You're not it. 
<laughs> and I don't think I'm it for you. You know, this is not a good or a bad thing. It's just we're not for each other. And I'm sure he was thinking this is our first time going out. But the ability to discern mm -hmm. what should and shouldn't be in my space kind of started for me really young. I love that. But then, too, I'm a loyalist, so I'll stay mm. for, you know, a long time. Things happen. Things change, you know. So you have your pros and your cons. I'm living to learn. But I enjoy being committed. I enjoy being um, with one person and that's what the song is about the song basically kind of dives into what being committed means and what you need yeah exactly and everybody's needs are different but I think the best thing you can do in any form of a relationship even a friendship is be upfront about what that is okay and so that was what I did on that song it wasn't a reflection of anything you know happening at the house it wasn't personal but it was for the people oh it was very personal but it wasn't happening personally I, at that time I got gotcha. you you know I got gotcha. you I see what you mean because me to say um somebody loyal patient consistent mm -hmm. if you follow me at all i use all these words a lot yes yes you do. i always say i'm consistently consistent and i will consistently dodge anybody who is inconsistent <laughs> that is just period i don't get it mm -hmm. i don't get the inconsistency of new age new era people but you know i put all that in the song with two really dope girls all female nova consists of two women Chai and Blue. I love that. And that's who actually did the song. And so you co-wrote it cool. with them? Yeah. we just I just sit down and tell them my ideas, and they formulate everything. I they love have that. a way that they work, and I don't interrupt uh, people's process. I think the way you get the best of a person is to let them do it their way. This year's show, how where we sit, how it's set up, I don't want to control that. I want it to be the best of what it is you like to do. So I'm the same way when I record. I love the empowerment all around. Women behind the track, oh, women yeah. on the track. The, even the video, just about being empowered in the song, the lyrics. I love yeah. that you put sex in there, too. Let's, I mean, some people want sex, too. Well, the thing is, is that that's all some folks know how to give good. Mm, so that's where the problem lies. So that's why I say good sex first, got your attention, and commitment. <laughs> okay? I need you to stay focused here, buddy. Good Come sex. Come with me. And commitment. Stay with me. You know, and so I always tease the audience at the show when I say good sex, they all light up. And then I say commitment, and some of them are like, you know, so it's like, I, I always say my song, that's funny. I didn't create it judging anyone else. Of course. Just speaking on what I like and enjoy. Now, I also love the theme of revenge in the video, which Tiana Taylor Okay, directed. one of my favorite shows is Snapped. Girl. I don't know how safe that is. I love that. Snapped in First 48, right? <laughs> so I told Tiana, I'm like, create a video that won't be the typical idea of what commitment would be. Because what happens is when you hear a song repetitively, you envision the video in your mind. I want to go the opposite direction of that. So okay. that's what happened. Um, and then... My relationship with Tiana made it really easy. How so? You know, because she understands who I am. Mm -hmm. She understands why I think the way that I do. She knows a lot about my personal life and how I view things. And being Junie's godmom really took our relationship to the next level because it allows me to also, I enjoy nurturing and giving a part of me to whoever I'm close to. So it's like, I think okay. it gives, gives her a chance to see me from both sides you know, of the spectrum, business Monica, and then personal Monica. It's like she sees it fully. So to create a video where I go to jail, it was, it was pretty fun. It looked like a lot of it fun. It was fun. Tiny was in it. I, it was just, it was a, it was a moment. Yes, it was fun. And we shot all night. Really? All night. 
Well, I'm really, this has me even more excited for the album. Can you tell us what to look forward to with surprises? You know what? Chapter 38 is going to drop in the fall. Yes. I keep saying I don't want to turn 39 and can't use the title anymore. So I'm sure. (laughs) It's October. Yes. I'm sure that. So we're going to get it before October 24th? Maybe even right there, you know, where because the truth of the matter is, is that I have no idea what chapter 39 will hold. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't create a record about it, even if it came a few days after or something of that nature. Chapter 38 is really about the path my life has taken, which at times I wasn't in full control of. Mm -hmm. And so when you do what I call take your life back, you can put some things in perspective. You know, I understand I made a lot of mistakes along the way. And um, my relationship with my kids, Mm -hmm. me experiencing love on different levels. Um, The difficulty in divorce is something that I didn't necessarily make songs about, but I was more vulnerable in the process because I was feeling so much emotionally. So all of that is in there, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, too, it's just some straight bops where I'm having fun. Because I think when you see me, you get this seriousness, but there's a whole completely different side of me and then i'm from atlanta like turn up comes straight from there so i I got a little mixture you know up in there but the base is r&b soul Mm -hmm. it's where i started Mm -hmm. you know and i don't ever want to neglect that form of music or that genre of music like so i kind of mixed it up but it's a whole lot of heart and soul just because i feel like i owe that not only to the people but to myself right release some things and move on. Um, I always say self-forgiveness is just as important as forgiving other people. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that happens in my process of creating. Sis, you are so like self-aware, grounded. The vibe that comes <laughs> off of you. No, I mean, can we talk about it? That's wonderful. Like you are really at home in your womanhood. I yeah. can tell. Yeah. How did you get there? Because a lot of women struggle with that. Like Monica knows Monica. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Good, I've always bad. been like that. It, I've you've always, always been like radiated that. that. But yeah. where did that strength and that like comfort in that womanhood come from? Because, you know, we, we know a lot of women that t- can take 20, 30 years yeah. to get to. Yeah. My mother, mm-hmm. my grandmother. Um, uh, there's something about a country, strong, God-fearing woman that is something that you, you if you grow up around it, Mm-hmm. It feels normal until you experience other people's, you know, every family has their own dynamic. But I, I'm just saying, like, as mm-hmm. I experienced other people and experienced noticing that all my friends wanted to be at our house or spend time with my mom or, you know, they're still call my mom now when different things are going on. I think that level of strength I, I garnered from them because my grandmother, she her first husband was killed in a house fire, he saved her and then he died with her children. And so when she married my grandfather, he was killed in a car accident. She never married again. And as I got older, she started explaining to me why I would ask, I said, you're not lonely? Or she said, how? All of y'all in him. <laughs> but that was her way of being very clear that my focus is on you. My focus is on, and even when she was suffering from dementia, she would still tell me things about what I was going through so clearly and then would just drift back away. So those are the things that really made me who I am mm-hmm. and, and the way that I view that. I'm cool with not being um, 
the it girl. I'm so comfortable in the zone that I'm in. And then I'm the girl that can still cheer for the it girl. Absolutely. You know, but that comes from what you've seen. And for some people, what they haven't seen. I watched my mom to really support all her friends. And I never heard her talk about them after they were gone. I never heard her discuss the business that she discussed with them in council. So these are all things that I picked up. Learning. Very young. Yeah. Now, what kind of conversation does Monica have with herself? Like, What do you have with yourself when you're working through these things? Because you get to the healing. It seems like no matter what you go oh, through, yeah. you get to the healing. Oh, yeah. You get back to who you are and oh, you yeah. move forward. Um, Same kind of conversation I'm having with you. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't beat myself up I understand that the only person I control is myself Mm -hmm. I'm aware of what's okay for me and what's not Mm -hmm. you know I understand that I might not do everything perfectly but I keep my intent intact like what is the intent when I say something or I do it has to it has to come from in here Mm -hmm. for me so that that all helps me navigate you know, it's not like I don't cry or go through different things, but I navigate through a lot because I understand what my intentions are no matter what I'm doing, mm-hmm. whether I'm making a record or falling in love. There's a certain level of intent there. And it, I always tell people if there's any malice in the mist, you're going to make a mess, mm-hmm. period. So, you know, it's Facts. just, yeah, I mean, it's really true. Come it's on. really true. Because people feel like, oh, she don't know what I'm up to. No, I don't. But that karma is yours. Absolutely. Not just mine. Even if you hurt me in the process, it still belongs to you. I love to say Karma Jones never misses her appointment. No, she will come for all. you. Yes. She yes. will come and on, on her time. 20 minutes or 20 years. Okay. It's coming. So that's how I navigate. I navigate with that mindset. Now, in terms of... Your privacy. You strike me as someone that's very private. But sometimes as a celebrity, what you go through or what happens, good or bad, has to be public. Oh, yeah. Especially on reality TV. But you manage to say, okay, you can get this, but you don't get that. Period. Like, I read that you didn't want your divorce to be a plot line on the reality show. I did not at all. And you were adamant about that? I was very adamant. I mean, doesn't mean everybody listened, but I was very adamant because not once. It was also why I was pretty reluctant about putting anything out at first Mm -hmm. and then I said you know I won't let my personal life hold up the music of any sorts but I never want people to merge the two see I'm highly offended with even the thought that maybe it is for um storyline or something of that nature that's not how I roll that's That's never been the case and none of the records that I've been blessed enough to say were hit records were based upon anything that was happening other than the music being solid. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted those two things to start merging themselves together. Plus, I I have three children that deserve a certain level of privacy, even though they're on television. I give them choice. You know, sometimes you'll see my daughter more than you'll see my sons, because if they want to just play football and my oldest likes to focus on his production, I don't force them on television. I don't force them into things. They have choice in that, you know because they don't necessarily want to be me that's cool I enjoy that so you know I was a bit taken aback you know I um when it when it came to being on reality tv I still felt like there was a commitment that I did make Mm -hmm. and I'm not ashamed of what's happening in my life I just think because I have still such a love and 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 respect 
even for Shannon, that there's certain things that are just not up for discussion. Right. You don't have to be together to respect one another. Exactly. You don't have to be together to uplift one another and make sure that my kids always see that mom is looking forward to you having a relationship forever and ever and ever and anything I can do to be you know to really assist in making sure that it continues to be that everything that it's always been that's what I'm gonna do but that's not um since enough sensationalism for a lot of places you know Absolutely. they want something else they they want the drama they want the drama the now luckily my team those these women are really my friends mm -hmm. and that wasn't the goal on the television show. You know, you saw moments where I had a few conversations with them, but never in depth. Right. You know, I just always want them to know that I'm here for them. They let me know that they're there for me. But, you know, it, it was one of those things that was out of my control. Absolutely. And I love that that respect is there and your circle is safe. We all respect each other. Always. Always. We try to protect each other, which Absolutely. is funny because we all adults and we all chose this life. But... Since we each know what it feels like, we always there for each other. Tiny's been through a lot. Toya's been through a lot. Like th those are all people that have experienced what I'm going through. So, you know, you take one day at a time. You you keep your dialogue with each other open. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to what you share with the world, there just have there Lines. has to be limitations. I respect that, and I think yeah. real fans should as well, and they better. They because really do. You're giving them the work. They really do. Yeah. My my fans and supporters are some of the greatest people, but also they watch me go through a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So the last thing they want to want to see is me hurt. Right. They and they know that I'm big on still standing wasn't just an album for me. It was a complete movement in my life. Yes. I didn't know what it would be to someone else. So, you know, it, it is for me a very open journey to a degree but I'm going to always protect my children and the people that I love and have loved and we've loved seeing you be a mom you share that with us on Instagram <laughs> it's beautiful to see and I Thank love you. when you said you have a zero I mean 100% honesty policy with the kids yeah that you got from Shannon yeah my dad was like look because I said so because I said so because I said so <laughs> and that was so frustrating yeah so I really do want to know how that's going what they're teaching you what you're learning from it like please because that's the new wave and I would yeah. like to do that when I become a mother listen it's not easy because you always want your children to see you in the highest regard, like you want them to right. look at you like a superhero. But the more honest um, that I am, the more I recognize their personalities and their ability to use the different things that I've taught them, right. like compassion and, and concern for someone other than yourself. Mm -hmm. That's big. You know, even with my mom, she was always big on that. So with me having surgery on both feet at the same time, watching them kind of take care of different things mm -hmm. and, you know, one brother making sure Leia has something. When I need something, they're running it in there. These are all the things that I'm watching. But we also have an open dialogue. Um, I have a teenager now. So we talk about dating. We talk about, I talk about drugs everything everything you can think of all i of talk it. about all of it with my children including the five-year-old because what happens is people believe that oh they're too young what happens is you don't keep up with when now they're too old they've learned and picked up all this other stuff and the streets are raising them and it doesn't mean that you live in the hood you can live anywhere in the streets raise your children that means that they're picking things up whether they're at school whether they're at basketball games whether they're um, in camps 
I would rather raise my children than things amongst them be raising them. So we talk about everything. When they listen to rap music, they know exactly what these guys are talking about, and I show them the repercussions of it. You know, I study mortuary science, so when I speak drugs, I spoke it in a very harsh manner. I let them see, listen, this is what the glorification of Perks and Zans has led to. Okay. He's 19. Mm -hmm. His mother's been crying for two hours. I am very, very um, open. That might not work for everyone, but it works very well for us. So when my son experienced really having a crush and really liking someone, he came and talked to me. I love that. Those are important moments, you know, to, to be able to have. And you want to be their confidant. Oh, yeah. And when my daughter wanted to know what certain things meant, well, what is divorce? All of these things have been open dialogue for us. She asked. She, she said, very much asked me, looked directly at me and asked. So that's why I say, you know, People, I'm sure, probably judge me harshly about different things. Like, I allow my children to listen to all types of music, and we have all these amazing conversations because of it. I allow my children, my daughter goes to the gymnastics class that I went to in College Park. You know, mm -hmm. she's not going where we live. You know, we right. we enjoy that. Right. My sons play ball, you, you know, where my brothers like to hang. Those were those were choices of mine so that yeah. they were able to know not only just where I come from, but know how to be them wherever they are mm -hmm. and not conform to what people around them are doing. So that's just my choice. And I'm, I'm glad that that was one thing that Shannon really pushed because I was big in the beginning on saying, listen, kids don't need to be in the midst of certain things. Right. Now, I dare, there are definitely, you know, boundaries to that in some respects, mm -hmm. but when they ask a question, we must answer truthfully. Well, I appreciate your truth today, your answers, your authenticity. We're excited <laughs> for you. chapter 38. I am too, actually. So excited. And, you know, just keep being you because I think we see you, we love you, we always have, we still do. And it means a lot to your fans and to black women Thank to you. have to continue to have an artist like you making music for us. Thank you. Our struggles, our happiness, our pain, the yeah. soundtrack for the heartbreak, the falling in love, the happy, all the things. Yeah. So we really appreciate it. Life is filled with so many things, so right? Many things. So many. And we need a song for each one. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> but we appreciate you and we can't Thank wait for the album. And please come back anytime. I will. I will. When chapter 38 is done done. I'll be back. Come on back. Yes. Because yes. your birthday is October. It's right behind me. October I'm September. 24th. I'm September 19th. Really? You almost a Virgo? Virgo. Are you Virgo? No, my daughter is. Oh, so and she likes things very perfect. Yes. Uh, uh, let me let me do it again. Let me do it again. Let me do it again. This this one's not that good. I'm like, it's great. That's See? her already See? at five. <laughs> See? Yep. Authentic Virgo. Yes. See? Well, come on. We'll I'll celebrate. be back because Scorpios like to tell the truth. There you go. Well, at least the women. Well, we're here for that truth anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. I was really touched and moved by that interview with Monica, and I love her authenticity, and I really hope you guys did too. Special thanks to her. Thank you for coming on the show, and we'll see you next week, and Corey will be back. Bye, loves.